theme music. Whatever it is. You have to find some cool avatar music. There's a lot of it, Asian jazz. All right. Oh, my gosh. Am I leading this? Yeah. Say, I led the last several episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole last Firefly. All right. So welcome back to our latest episode of First Reaction, Fan Reaction. I am your host, Kaylin Clothier, and with me is my co-host. Dara Whitman. Yeah. Hi. Hey, what's I, was up? Thinking, I, was, I was debating if I was going to do a thing that you did during <laughs> Firefly. I'm like, nah. We all need our own uh, trademarks here. Nah. But okay, so this might be a little different because we have switched series. We have finished Firefly on our previous episode. We finished that, finished Serenity. Uh, we had a lot of words to say about that one. If you missed that, you're going to have to go back and listen because that yeah. was certainly a, a run through. But now we are back and things have switched. I am the fan and Dara is the first reaction. And we are starting with one of my favorites, uh, animated series titled The Legend of Korra. Um <laughs> So just a little background, The Legend of Korra is a sequel series to one of what I consider a classic Avatar Last Airbender, a show that aired back in, gosh, 2004 to 2008, Hey, I hey, hey Kaylin, why wow. are we not starting with Avatar The Last Airbender? We're going straight to the sequel series. That's a great question because both of us have watched it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I like, yeah. I mean, I'm not a big animation person in general, but like, yeah. I really like Avatar The Last Airbender. It's a, it's a good little show. Yeah, I mean, it's one of my personal favorites. If you ever get me talking about it, I'll talk about it for a very, 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 very long time. Yes. Um, and I'm a huge fan of it. Know a lot. Uh, but anyway, and I watched that back in its original run. And so when did you watch the entire series of uh, the original Avatar series? Today? Well, I think because I remember like that was probably like a big inspiration for like this idea, like this podcast, because I probably I think I started like sophomore year of college mm-hmm. and we had a class together. And like I just like I found out the whole series and I just yeah. like, watched it. And I just remember like. That was the fun thing of like watching like somebody react to something because I would come into the one class we had and I would just like yell saying like what just happened? <laughs> oh, like yeah, I, like so I remember great, like yeah. when like Appa got kidnapped. I'm just like but but and I was like so sad. <laughs> oh, and God, then like other great. stuff happened and yeah. I was like I remember what was it like my roommate who had also watched the series. Mm-hmm. Like I like I didn't have my headphones, so I was like watching, and then she comes in and like she hears something, and like I just like I have like this look on my face, and she's like, "Are you watching Avatar: Last Airbender?" And it was like season two, so I'm just like, yeah. "Fucking Azula, <laughs> this bitch!" I was so <laughs> true. Oh, so true. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so because I remember back, like I said, in college, our collage days. Uh, that's when. Uh, Legend of Korra was still airing, and I was like, oh, you should watch it. You're like, oh, I'm going to wait till it's done. And Yeah, I think that's one reason, because, like, like, full disclosure, like, we're talking about the pilot. I have seen the pilot. Yeah. I watched it right after I finished after I the Airbender, but mm-hmm. it's, so it's been a while. Yeah. Like, at least, like, three years. Right. But, um, I like I said, I think, like, the show was, like, really close to, because this was, uh, like, 2013. Yeah. So it was, like, really close to ending. So show I just figured I'd just wait, and then I never got around to it. Yeah. And so then we kept it until this podcast, so you can hear... Uh, Dara's live first reaction, and you can hear my f- passionate fan reaction because uh, I do love Avatar and I also love this series as well. So this is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Hooray. Yeah. All right. So we get to start with the first episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first episode is titled "Welcome to Republic City." Uh, that makes it sense. Aired back in 2012. I don't think I realized how long ago uh, yeah. this aired. I mean, we were still in high school when it aired. Uh, so well, like we were just about to graduate. Just about to graduate school. high school. Yeah, we're but, old, aren't we? Yeah, we're a little old. We're not, <laughs> we say we're old. We're not even that we're, old. We're not, but we feel old. Um, 
So this series is set 70 years after the end of the previous series, uh, and it follows the new Avatar, whose name is Korra, and she is uh, of water tribe origins. Well, that would make sense. Cause yeah, that's the, that's the cycle. Yeah, that's that's how it does. Also, everybody's dead. Everybody, <laughs> well, everybody you love, mostly everybody's is, dead. Is dead. Sort of. We'll, Which makes we'll sense. Cause like seventy years. Like I like that. I like the fact that it's not like, like just like a sequel series for like it's like, it's kind of like what like Fantastic Beasts is like. It's just in the same universe. Yeah, but it's not the continuation of the story because then you can like run it dry. Yeah, well, that's what the comics are for. If you are a fan of the comics, uh, never um, read them. Yeah, yeah, I not not too into them. I'm looking forward to Legend of Korra comics. On a side note, those come out this summer, and I'm very excited for those. Anyway, so we start off this episode uh, kind of in a flashback. It's kind of when the White Lotus. Who, if you you asked a couple questions when watching this about the White Lotus, mainly who are they? Um, yeah, do you remember? It was the end of um, the original series, and it was pretty much like a group of old people. Like all the old people came together. And they knew each other. And it was like a whole secret society thing. Uh, they kind of morphed, I think, from the previous series to being like the secret society of a bunch of old people and from what, across which, all the nations. Which season? The third one? Yeah. Well, no. Well, at first, they first talked about it in the, the second season, uh, book two. And then, but book three is like when they all came out. It was like in the season finale. Anyway, but they, they kind of evolved to being this kind of like society of people who protect the avatar pretty much that's yeah. all i gotta know i would also say full disclosure i don't know like if i don't know if i've really mentioned this to you i actually haven't really haven't watched avatar the last airbender since like i like, watched it yes yeah, so like i have the years. whole series on uh dvd but like yeah. i never really watched i've like repeated a couple episodes but i haven't actually watched it in a while yeah. so some stuff i don't remember mm-hmm. that's fair i'm that's what i'm here for i'm a walking encyclopedia of avatar knowledge there we go <laughs> also i have the wiki up right now <laughs> Um, so we open with the White Lotus goes to like some some little place in the Water Tribe, and they're like Water Tribe, Water Tribe. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and they're like, hmm, we heard the Avatar might be here, and they're like, oh, this is the Avatar. Like, how can you be so sure? And then then uh, the little uh, Korra she, comes up, and she's like, I'm the Avatar. You got to deal with it. Yeah, and um, then she like shows like she can uh, clearly like Water Bend and Earth Bend and Fire Bend. Yeah, she's got three of those elements down. Um, and then from there, we flash forward until, gosh. Maybe we don't know how old she is in the first scene. No. So no. I, I assumed like she was at least like six or seven. Yeah. So you jump like probably 10 like years. Like 10 years in the future. She's 17 and she's taking her firebending test for her uh, to show that she's mastered the element of firebending. And then they're like, hmm, you fight good, kid, but you're terrible with spirit stuff. Yeah. I remember like I was going to ask this. um like before not like mm-hmm. like when i was like thinking about it because yeah. i was like thinking like didn't ang also like it felt like he picked up the elements like fairly well to, like easy yeah, too very fast yeah so like i'm thinking and i know like obviously ang was really good spirit stuff yeah being an airbender you're kind of naturally you're good with uh, spirit stuff yeah and i thought like oh yeah but like he's good with spirit stuff and he also but i thought he picked up a lot of the elements like fairly quickly Pretty, yeah i mean like i like kind of had to. i know like earth he had it, like a lot yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because like with this one, like like I said, like there didn't seem like there was much of a threat. Yeah, not I like know a there whole is a threat. global threat like there was in the original series. And then no Korra, like clearly, kind of is just like really good at all these elements. Yeah, but she fight good. She fight good, but she's also. I mean, she's a teenager. Yeah, I kind of wonder like Ang was a teenager. He probably well, actually no, he's Ang was twelve. So, I know, and Korra's seventeen. So there's a few she's more. She's also years a lady. There. She's a lady, um, but. 
Yeah. So, and then they're like, mm, and oh yeah, Katara's there. Oh yeah, the, she's the one who's not she's dead. She's old. She's she's one of the. She's not dead. Few who's still which around. Which makes me. I'm like somebody's alive. So at least somebody is alive to give us exposition. I find it. I, I don't know if I find it interesting that Katara's the only one who's alive. Like obviously, Aang has to be dead because that's kind of how you get the next episode. Yeah, but like nobody yeah. else is alive. Um, is Zuko well, alive? Uh, well, I don't want to tell you who is and who isn't. Well, I know that Toph's uh, dead. No. No? Well, no. The only person she says is dead is Sokka. So everyone else is kind of a wishwash. And so yeah. that stuff we find out later. Why is Sokka um, dead? So what about I, don't, a- I don't know. I feel like they really, uh, we'll talk about this more later. What about, uh, later oh my God, what's her name? I am not going to comment on anyone until later in the no, series. No, no, no. What's her name? Spoilers. Uh, Suki? Suki? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, they. They don't really talk about Suki in this series, which made made a lot of people sad. But I was I liked her. Yeah, Suki it was, was kind of cool. weird that like Kisaka like her. had that that one girlfriend, that princess, for like three episodes, and yeah. then she died, she and then became the moon. <laughs> well, no, it was like he had Suki, and then he had the princess, and then he got Suki again. Yeah, I like Suki. Yeah. Um, but oh my gosh where was i going with that? oh yeah so so Sokka is like really the only one we have confirmed and ang obviously that they're they, dead. they kicked it and i feel like Sokka doesn't get a lot of love in this series in my humble opinion we'll talk about that more later Probably, um, I, okay yeah well like i said we'll get to it later uh and so then we get then tenzin shows up but tenzin is one of ang and katara's children who's an airbender who is an airbender yes he's the the only airbending out of the three of those kids um okay and i thought you were about to say the only airbender left i'm like no he's got kids he's got kids yeah he has his own set of kids he's got three kids one, one on the way, way. uh <laughs> guitar can sense is gonna be an airbender yeah I th- how I, th- I think she's projecting <laughs> how <laughs> she's like hmm, i know she's like belly, older like she probably learned some stuff yeah well she's a healer that's kind of part of her mo is she i guess yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've only I only remember hearing like once or twice. Yeah, but it, granted, com- it like, comes up when it's convenient. I guess like I'm thinking like how did she like like with some of the characters I'm like oh how did they like learn how to do that? But then I'm kind of like well it's been seventy years you can learn a lot. Yeah, you got time. You, you got, got plenty of time. You got time for hobbies. Um, also, so, I'm kind of wondering like I guess I just thought about this because like we were saying like the kids like we meet also like another uh, product like a product of somebody yeah and like they're like we said they look at least like 40s or 50s and yeah i think like i used to know the characters ages off the top of my head i think these guys are all like early 50s so and then i'm thinking like well guitar is probably like in her 80s so i'm like yeah. I'm wondering like when did people start reproducing uh, pretty early probably like 20s, 20s. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean they all knew each other pretty young so you know they got time i mean guitar and i were together really <laughs> yeah I mean, and it's he was stuck, like 12 and it's stuck together yay yay happiness um Oh my gosh. So uh, Tenzin's supposed to be there to teach Korra airbending because that's kind of her next element. But he's got some business back in Republic City, which yeah. is where he's from, which is Republic City's like the, what, what would you compare it to? I'd compare it to more of like a New York, kind of like a, because everybody's coming in from all over. Yeah, I mean, it kind it's a big of city. more, probably because like I've never been to like Japan, it kind of looked like that with like the Asian elements. But I think if mm-hmm. you want to think like American city. Yeah. Yeah, probably like New York. Yeah. Yeah, the American equivalent would probably be like New York. But he's on the, there was a council there and he's on the council because he represents all the air people, all like five of them. Um, well, one, <laughs> two, three, four. Four? 
Well, I'd say maybe 10. five. Baby. But baby's <laughs> not there yet. Not uh, true. But uh and so he's on the couch and says there's stuff going down. Can't really what teach stuff? your airbending. Ooh. Oh, we will find out. Also, soon. one more question. Yeah. I know like because I realize it's like over a while ago, like I like always like overthink stuff. So like I know this is like nitpicking, but I have a point. Like, how come she's learning airbending now? Uh because well, she just finished that. We just saw her finish her firebending. Yeah, but like she, in the cycle. It's it's all about the cycle. Yeah, yeah, but she already knew how to do like water, fire, and earth. Like she knew like yeah. when she was a kid she clearly, clearly knew what she well, yeah. knew what she was doing mm-hmm. so that's why i'm wondering like it took you 10 years well she still said up until that time she hadn't been able to bend air for some reason but it feels like nobody like taught her what to do until now like i figure yeah. like, maybe like, when you're like 10 well i don't know <laughs> i'm overthinking i think you're overthinking just a little bit yeah these are good questions good discussion questions um and so tenzin's like can't teach air bending now kid and she's like Mer. and she's like maybe i'll just run away and katara's like do it and so she takes well, first she says there. like why don't i just go with you yeah and he's like nah well was it tenzin is it not or was it the uh, one white of the lotus. guys i think it's the white lotus who was said like no. nah i don't know so, why like, you gotta they... stay here first it's too dangerous in the city he says well, this point, like nobody at this point, like nobody knows that. Do they not know there's another avatar? They don't know that it's Korra because, like, she like. Um, I sounds, think it's just that there's it's just a dangerous city. I mean, uh, well, it sounded so like there's, there's like sounds, gangs and stuff. I mean, I think I don't know if they said this on like the second episode. But, like, it sounded like she's like was like hiding up there. Yeah, I'm not sure if she's hiding. She just wasn't like largely like publicized because they knew the avatar was out there. They just didn't know who it was. Mm-hmm. And it's not. I don't think they were trying to deliberately keep her hidden. I think it was just. Uh, it just wasn't in the spotlight, mm-hmm. wasn't in the public eye. So they're just trying to keep her out of the public eye okay. for safety reasons. So then they say no. And then she runs away. And then she runs away. She takes her lovely polar bear dog, Naga, Naga. who I love. Oh, I love Naga. I don't know why. Like, I might have been like a weird like image that I saw, but I thought like it was just, like a genuine polar bear. Just, just a regular polar bear. Yeah. It's, you can't really tell. It's the hind legs that sh- that kind of show that it's a dog. Well, no, it's also like it's got a dog face and it's got like dog ears. Oh, yeah. Like a mix. Like the face is a dog. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So she hides away on a boat. Also, like she does think about her parents too, which is nice. Oh yeah, the parents are like, yeah, peace. Yeah, she actually has parents that are alive, which is a switch for the Avatar universe. I feel like (laughs) having having two alive parents. Yeah, I guess. But I guess like two alive together and happy parents. Let's put it like that. I guess because like with the, I guess because thinking like with Ang, like obviously his parents would be dead because of that. But then because genocide. Like I don't mind it if you have a dead parent as long as it makes sense. There's a dead parent, and with like a Tar and Sokka, it made sense that they had a dead parent. Yeah. Well, that sort of has a lot of motivation, I think, for a lot of the characters. Yeah, so I didn't mind um, it. Anyway. But yeah, so it was nice to see a switch of, like, happy together parents Hooray. in the show. Uh, anyway, so she's like, peace, parents. And then she leaves her Republic City, makes up on a boat. And then she just goes on, has some adventures in Republic City. Because she doesn't know this poor girl is very sheltered. She's never she been, doesn't know how a city works. No, mainly that you drive cars and not polar bear dogs. Yeah, and so there's a lot of cars, or they call them Sato-mobiles. Automobiles? Automobiles. We'll get into that later. All right. Uh, it makes more sense. I like the cars, so. though, because it's like, it's like, so cool. It's kind of interesting, like, the fact that, like, like, Avatar Last Airbender kind of looked like it was, like, ancient city-ish. Yeah. And now it could, this kind of looks, it feels like a 19, like, 30s or, like, 1920s, 1930s, 40s, like, that era. Yeah. Which I know is a lot of an era, but, like. Yeah. It's, well, this is supposed to be, like, more of, like, the jazz uh, post-industrial revolution, which is about 1910s, 1920s. That's what, yeah, that's what it yeah. felt. Which, I guess I find interesting, like, it took, it only took them 70 years to get from, like, ancient times to 1920s. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was, it, there was a weird kind of mix between, like, it was kind of at that edge of that industrial revolution on the Fire Nation, um, but the rest of the world kind of was still catching up, because they still had, Stupid like, Fire they Nation. had Zeppelins. 
they had, they had gosh dang Zeppelin That's true. in that series. Did with Fire yeah. Nation. Yeah. Droning progress. <laughs> we got better though. Yeah. But um, so she girl, homegirl don't got no money. Uh, Which again, <laughs> you should probably get like if you're gonna run she's away, so sheltered. She get money. Any, and if your parents know you're gonna wants. go like away, you should probably give them some money. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's my birthday? Like twenty do? bucks at least. Yep. They'll be fine. Yeah. And then she meets a hobo who you were creeped out by. He was creepy. Like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I maybe it was funny. Like it was just I don't know. He's like, hey, can I sell your fish? And I'm like, all right. Uh. This character has a name. I forgot his name. Oh, I know it started it? with a G. Uh, Gomu. Gomu? Gomu. Is that a homeless guy? Yeah, the hobo. I just call him a hobo. All right. Hobo or a sparkly, sparkly bushman, which was my favorite fan nickname. See, that also day. sounds weird, though, going with my mind. Well, there's like Sparky Sparky Boom Man, you know, that was named for Combustion Man in the original series. That's what they called him. He's like, Sparky Sparky Boom okay. Man. And so like he had a sparkly bush, so they called him Sparkly Sparkly Bushman. And I thought that was hilarious. All right. Uh, anyway, that was a side note. Uh, so and then gets and uh, then gets chased by the police a little bit. Uh, no, and then she uh, no, she stumbles cooks some upon, fish, and then she gets yeah. chased by the police, and then she stumbles upon a, a protest of benders, and they're like, mm, bending is well, they're not they benders, yeah, yeah, non-benders are Do being the like the benders are oppressive. Uh, like I get why, like it makes sense that like honestly, like mm-hmm. it would make sense that like the benders would oppress them, yeah, because it's like you're not as cool as us. Or but you can't do as much as us. I'm kind of like wondering like how long it's been like for the benders to be oppressing them because I don't feel like Aang's somebody who would oppress people. No, he wouldn't oppress people. And, and, and like, I don't go at a point like at the end we would not oppress people. And no, and I'm, even if he did, Katara would like smack him across the face. And be like, true, no, true. I don't think it's necessarily. I wouldn't call it oppression, but it's probably like an underlying issue that's kind of been uh, bubbling for a while, just because the nature of how those kinds of things work. Uh, yeah. But it's not really outwardly shown this early on and i don't think it's something that's talked about in the comics if i remember correctly from my very limited knowledge well of the also comics. like i'm kind of thinking because like so it's at least been 17 years since Zhang died yes so that and like a lot and like yeah a lot can, a lot can change in there. 17 years yeah. so that yeah. would th- i would think that maybe Inequality. it was like pretty good maybe it's, there was some like underground problems but then yeah. when Zhang died and like they're hiding the avatar yeah a lot probably there's went, no one there to kind of balance yeah. things out yeah which is okay yeah, and so Cora gets kind of salty at those guys. Those guys are going to get salty at her, and then she just leaves. Um, and then she stumbles across uh, a gang, right? The triads. It's funny, um, 1920s gang. The triple threat triad who are there to get some money from some people. And so she just beats them up like yeah. you do. She's yeah. like, hmm, bad people. I'm just going to beat they them up and cause should have been dead. Uh, thousands like, of property like- damage. But like they should have like literally like she freezes a guy's head. That means you're dead. <laughs> like your brain. I yeah. know it's a kid show. I think she low key made she low key killed some people without actually killing them. She didn't actually kill them. I just no. found it funny that they look were dressed like 1920s gangsters. <laughs> it was adorable. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're the triple threat triads. Shay. Um, yeah. And so she. Uh, so then the police show up. Are like, hmm, thanks, but we're also going to arrest you too. Which I like because, yeah. like, sometimes it's kind of like, oh, look, I caught the bad guy, but then they don't arrest the yeah. bad guy, or the bad guys get away, yeah, and they just arrest like the person. Right. But I like the fact that like everybody got arrested. Yeah. Although she doesn't get arrested right away. No. There's another chase scene. There's a chase scene. There's she's a lot like, of oh, there's a lot on, of fight I can arrest it. Yeah, she's she's a fighter. This this child. Well, first thing I was thinking, like, is she really, like, hot-headed? And then, like, going on, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Like, Aang was, like, like, the, I do like the fact that, like, they're not just, like, it's not a repeat of Aang. Yeah, they, they, I think they really went out of the way to make it 
these two characters very, very different, which yeah. is really nice. Like, the fact that the gang was, like, for the most part, very mellow. Yeah, well, he was just, like, this fun kid. He's he's peaceful. He, you know, he's a monk. He's doing his monk thing. Yeah, well, like, I think the one thing they do in common, like, Cora is also kind of, like, fun-loving and, like, she yeah. does, like, she does, like Kind of in a different fun. way, though. But, yeah, but she's also, like, like her, like, I think, like, Aang's way of having fun is, like, playing and, like, playing with some penguins or, like, meditating and her fun, her idea of fun is beating people up. Yeah, beat, let's beat people up. Yep. Um, and so she finally gets caught uh, and then she gets um, interrogated or questioned mm-hmm. uh, by the chief of police, Chief Lin Bei Fong. Who is the daughter of Toph Bay Fong? Uh, so okay. more kids, more kids, more kids. I don't know where Toph like reproducing. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, it, that's kind of an interesting uh, thing that you're like, oh, okay. Uh, like I'm not too- surprised. I don't know. There's this really funny comic I read one, like a fan comic one time, where it's just like Toph just like takes a pile of like rocks and suddenly just forms into a baby, and she's like, hey guys, I got a kid now. See, that makes more sense. That makes sense to me. <laughs> I just, like, I don't, maybe, like, it's not that I don't see her, like, yeah. getting married to, like, a dude and, like, falling. Maybe, maybe I thought she was, like, into girls. <laughs> I guess also because, like, but I guess maybe, because, well, she was the same age as Aang and, like, yeah. they didn't really play up romance with her at all. Well, no, she had, she had a crush on Sokka, though. You remember that? I no. remember that passionately. Um, yeah. But no, everybody had a crush had a, on Sokka. I had a crush true, on Sokka. But she, def, she definitely had a big crush on Sokka. So that was a thing. Wait, does that mean... Am I, am I, no? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could have, like, I, like, I'm kind of like, if, if it's like that kind of thing, it's like, oh yeah, it's like a childhood crush on them. And then like years later, mm-hmm. like they ended up getting together. They realized they were in love. I actually like, I like that. Yeah. It's cute. I'm like, yeah. oh, like I, and I get like, there is like that like age difference when you're younger, but then when you get older, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. That's a point I want to get back to. Uh, probably not until like three seasons down the line. Is that something? <laughs> no, that's something that comes kind of. Uh, it doesn't. That point particularly doesn't come back up. But like, as more characters start to come up and you see these more connections, I I will have many words. Um, but for now, does that so, mean that Zuko cheated? No, that means the guitar cheated on Ang with Zuko, no, which no, I also don't approve of. No. Okay, good. <laughs> Even though some people really wish that would have happened. I'm that one person. Zuko like, and Katara had a huge following. Back I'm that in the one day. person. Like I didn't huge. want them. I didn't want them together. They didn't. They didn't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. That's people. Just I don't know, man. But anyway, so uh, so Lynn's Lynn's kind of she's kind of a hard ass, mm-hmm. but like I love her. Um, and then Tenzin comes in is like. Hey. Yeah, and they're like, I feel Mer. like Lord, they probably they were probably friends when they were kids. I mean, mm-hmm. not friends when they were kids, but like knew each other when they oh, were they, kids. Well, definitely. I think all those kids were probably really close. Um, and then Tenzin, they get out of jail, and then Tenzin's like, mm, "You got to go home, kid." And then I don't know. And then something happens, whatever. And then Tenzin's like, "Just kidding, kid. You can say I'll teach you airbending." And Why are you sounding like, like he's like oh. 1920s? <laughs> Tenzin, <laughs> yeah, sure. We're gonna learn airbending, sure. Yeah, I was like Tenzin's on it. Tenzin's like a mo- like a, like the monk. Yeah, he's very monk like. He's a very. I said monkey, but I'm like, wait, that doesn't work. I'm like monkey. Stick in the mud. Uh, he's kind of a stick in mud. Yeah. And then, so Cora gets to stay and learn airbending, and then there's a press conference at the end, which I found weird. Like, why yeah. is there a press conference? Is it because like I guess like thinking because like some people did actually like see her, but that was only mm-hmm. like. Well, like, I mean, well, I guess, like, the chase maybe with the whole town. She didn't even do that much bending then. Yeah. So, but so it's probably, like, what, like, six people who saw her? Mm-hmm. Like, you can cover that up. Like, maybe, like, don't say that this is the Avatar right now. Yeah. Because somebody might come after her. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's well, that's kind of goes into the, the scene that we end on. We have a couple of dudes listen to the radio in a room and then... The Again, one, old-timey radio. Yeah, and then the one... Uh, then you see the guy in the mask. Yep. And then he turns around and he's like, mm, something, something, something. So he's the bad guy? Uh, yeah, that's the bad guy. All right. That's, yep, he's there to be yeah. bad. I Because mean, I asked you, like, who the voice actor was. Yeah, Steve Bloom. Yeah, which is, I, because, probably because, like, it's the only voice actor, like, male voice actor who I actually, like, kind, well, okay, I know a couple voice actors. Yeah. But I thought it was Mark Hamill. Oh, no, no, Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill's Ozai. In last I know, series, but no, nah, he's not. I Probably because like Mark I was listening, I was just listening to the nerd and it was Mark Hamill. Yeah, oh, so what a guy. That was fun. Um, I think because I'm thinking like, I'm like, I was like, is Mark Hamill the only like male voice actor who I'm like I'm aware exists? And I'm like, no, because I know the Troy Baker exists. <laughs> but yeah, no, this is Steve, a very uh, well-known voice actor, does a lot of video games, anime, those types of yeah, things. Yeah, none stuff I do. Yeah, but he's he's in a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure if we looked at a list, we could find a few things. Um, so, and then he says, oh, we have to accelerate the plans. And you're like, what plans? But then the episode ends and we're like, who is this guy? They're going to murder the Avatar and then another one will come. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um, or you can murder the Avatar. <laughs> yeah, but you can technically like cut off the Avatar line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember that. You could actually yeah. do that. That yeah. was a plot point that was important. Though. That was a very important plot point. That was good. But anyway, so that is episode one. Uh, Welcome to Republic City. I know you watched this one before, but was there any new thoughts you had upon watching this again? Um... This show's like really pretty, like animation yes. wise. Oh, I love the animation's beautiful. Like it's such a, I mean, compared to like the original, like it looks like they gave them a bit more of a budget. Yes. Like, and not saying like the first series wasn't pretty, especially like the finale of the After Last Airbender, which was gorgeous. Oh yes. Oh, like so I admired some good animation. This was mm-hmm. really pretty. Yeah. And then we didn't bring this up because I forgot about it, but like there was that point where one of the grandkids was like, "What happened to Zuko's mom?" <laughs> and then Guitar's like about to say it, and then like another kid comes by, yeah. and I'm like, "I think I'm the one, only one of the people like I don't really care." Yeah, I think yeah. I don't know what like I I think I like somebody told me what it was, or maybe you told me what it was. Oh, because I get kind of salty about that because that, that's one of the stories that they do in the comics, but I really didn't like how they handled it. In the I comics. like just literally thought that like the dad. Was just kind of like, oh, you just like, because you are not good, you need to need to go away. And then maybe somebody had her killed. Like, I just assumed that's what happened. Yeah. I'm just like, all right. Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, I've seen this. I've seen the Fire Lord. Like, he's not a good guy. No, he's, he's kind of a bad dude. That's um, why you get Mark Hamill. <laughs> he's always played a bad guy except for Star Wars. True. But he's so good at being bad. Yeah. Um, Did you like see that thing where like. I listened to a little bit. Of, he like read uh, oh, Donald, Donald Trump treats as the Joker. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> He's such a ah, I love his Joker voice. It's so good. Um, but unfortunately, Matt Hamill is not in this series. At least not that I remember. He doesn't play any big characters. I wouldn't be. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I like. I mean, whenever I'm the random thing, but I like the fact that like. He just, like, went from, like, Star Wars and, like, thinking, like, because he's, like, in one of those franchises that, like, what happens after, like, you do that? And he just went right into voice acting and, like, I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, he's such a good voice actor. Mm-hmm. Hot dang. Yeah, but uh, I think because I remember I thought there was, like, more characters that were introduced. And I think it was either because maybe I thought, like, maybe I did watch the second episode. But, like, I, I didn't remember the second episode at all. Well, the first and second were kind of aired together. So, Again, I didn't watch them. I yeah, like I watched. Like, so they are kind of meant to be like that pilot. Like Welcome to Republic City is like the real pilot, but the other one, the second episode, they they usually were kind of placed yeah, together. But like, so that's where a lot of the maybe, more main but characters. Like I didn't remember actually watching it. Mm-hmm. So because there was points I'm like, oh, and then I think I just saw a clip of something or I knew some stuff that happened. 
anyway, yeah, but I, this was, it was a solid, like, I mean, it's like, I've, it's, if the first two episodes puts combined as a pilot, that makes more sense. Yeah. And then, like, it works. Yeah. So, because this was, like, a good, like, first half. Mm-hmm. And a good setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. That's it. It was good. Yeah. So, well, speaking of first halves, that finishes the first half of this episode. Uh, stay tuned, and we're going to talk about episode two, A Leaf in the Wind. Okay, we are back. Uh, continue watching Legend of Korra with episode two of book one, A Leaf in the Wind. See, like every time now I just hear Leaf in the Wind, you just get flashbacks. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I oh. forgot about that until you reminded me like while we were watching the episode and then I got really salty and then I started thinking about Firefly and then I didn't want to start oh, thinking about Firefly. I'm about to say, we're not like saying what it was, but like we, I hope that like if you at least like listen to this episode, you watch that Firefly stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay, we won't say, like, what At happens. At the very but... least, the end of Firefly, because I thought that was a good episode. That was anyway. the episode or the movie? Well, the, well, us doing the movie was a good episode of our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so... We are back at Republic City on Air Temple Island, and it is time for Cora to try to start learning airbending. And Only that... thing is, she's terrible at it. Yeah, it's nice that, like, she is terrible. Like, because, like, I felt like with the pilot, like, it kind of felt like, oh, she's, like, really good at like all the stuff yeah nice to find something you're like no i'm generally terrible at this yeah she can't even bend air she's never even been able to bend air before Mm -hmm. um so then tenzin starts trying to teach her the basics of all that and it doesn't go well no it goes terribly she she can't meditate she can't go through the spinny thing she can't be the leaf i related to her the leaf i did start to relate to her (laughs) i'm doing the hand motions i did start to relate to her because like she was like oh i can't meditate and as somebody who can't really meditate (laughs) i'm like or like like i can meditate a little bit but like it took me a while Mm -hmm. and i like did different forms of it and it's like didn't work for me so like i'm like i feel you girl Mm -hmm. meditation it's it's hard to meditate yeah because like like literally just like 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 forget everything and just like being like just like focus on breathing it's mm-hmm. really hard yep like i've learned how to do it like a bit better but like it's freaking hard yeah yeah i'm not even i don't really try to meditate often i just zone out a lot does that count no because <laughs> you don't think no the idea is that you shouldn't be thinking of anything oh that's so, i like, can't do that i remember like when i was like i like i had somebody to teach me basically saying like the way like i started to do it it's like you like set a timer on your phone and then you like just shut up everything you set the timer for like two minutes and then mm-hmm. just, like focus on your breathing for two minutes and keep doing that until, like, you get the hang of it, and then you go up, like, in minutes. Ooh, that's weird. Okay. Uh, I think it's clever. I respect it. Because I tried I with music, and that didn't work either, because I'm like, ah, pretty music. Yeah. But, so, we have kind of two aspects of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have trying to learn air bending, mm-hmm. and then pro bending, which are very different things. Uh, so the sports, or are they? So, the sport's called pro bending. Yes. That's, that's a weird that's name, name for a sport. sport. Well, and it seems kind of like, that seems kind of mean. Like, well, like pro, no, pro, like pro professional. Not like pro, like, yeah, bending. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like professional bending. Like, that's a sport. Okay, um, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, that just thought that. You know what I also yeah, thought, and like I don't remember why I thought this. Maybe yeah. maybe I saw it from a clip in like a later episode. Mm-hmm. But like I thought that they had like um, what are like those things they use like when you know like we see people and they're like fighting and they have like those like sticks and you just like, go like that. Oh, I thought it was like both that. No, all right, no, nah, bro. But I was trying to figure out how you play the sport. So it's like football combined with dodgeball combined with Quidditch. Yeah, 
that's I yeah pretty much and like with like kind of a I don't know there's like a weird boxing on that because they like punch and kick and kind of UFC I don't really know yeah I, I don't know sports we don't know sports we just watch TV all day no we know Quidditch we, I yeah we know Quidditch. <laughs> I know how to play Quidditch sports um so that's kind of the other part of this episode Chorus like oh man pro bending is so cool and Tenzin's like no it's not oh, he's man, a stick in the mud pro- yeah he's a stick in the mud he's like oh this isn't part of your training and uh so that's kind of yeah, that's kind of that. I think I kind of out of track with the process of this episode, but that's really all that. Um, well, we meet some characters. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that's kind of what's happening up until uh, Cora decides to leave the island and go to the pro bending arena, which is literally just a hop, skip, and a drunken, jumping away if you can swim and bend mm-hmm. water. Um, and so she sneaks into the pro bending arena and she's checking everything out. She's like, oh man, this is cool. She gets kind of caught by uh, the guy that owns the place and he's like, Mrr. I called him Mickey because so. he kind of reminded me of Mickey from Rocky. <laughs> like that guy, the trainer. Yeah. Um, and so. How dare somebody. Oh, okay. Um, and then. So uh, she gets talked by this guy. And then thankfully somebody's walking by mm-hmm. to save the day and say like, huh, it's a lady. I will go talk to the lady and rescue her. Uh, and that is our good friend Bolin. Uh uh, I liked him. I <laughs> I love Book One Berlin. He's he's a good he's a good guy. Oh, you're saying he gets worse? No, um, or you don't want to talk he, about it? I I will avoid spoilers. But everybody's character like evolves as the seasons go on. Um, this is the version of Bolin I like the best, and so you will make your judgments as you go on. Okay, but just that's my personal. I was thinking because like he kind of like I don't know like why it was kind of like if you like animated and then like at anime ish mm-hmm. if you did that to Jason Ritter that's what he looked like to me. Oh, so I okay. thought he was cute because I think Jason Ritter's kind of cute. <laughs> but yeah, so Bolin is a member of one of the pro bending teams, the Fire Ferrets, along with his brother Mako, uh, uh, which you Ma- picked up on the name. Which I was kind of surprised. well, I knew that actually. Like, yeah, because I knew it. that. Uh, Ma- I guess maybe the nostalgia critic. Like, I thought his name. I wasn't sure if he said Mako or Mako. Yeah, it's, it's Mako. Mako. Yeah, so like I knew that he was the voice of um, Iroh. Yeah, in the original series, and then he suddenly passed away, mm-hmm. and so they named a character after him. Yeah, that's what they did. Uh, and so Mako, so Bolin is the earthbender, and Mako is a firebender, and they have this third guy on their team named Hasuk. He's the waterbender, but nobody really cares about Hasuk because he's only there for like three seconds. Oh, so he's never, we never see him again? I don't think so. All right. I honestly don't. Yeah. He's not important. Just ignore that guy. All right. And so Bolin is this, he's, he's cute. He's like, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. He's like trying to impress the lady, trying mm-hmm. to impress Cora. Uh, Mako's kind of a jerk. He's kind of like, he's brooding. He's emo. Yeah. He is his his own kind of i wonder who core is gonna get with it's it's (laughs) i love how it's like when two characters look at each other and you're like oh man it's gonna happen (laughs) well because that's all they have to do because um i never actually because i don't i don't really play video games but i watch a lot of people like i watch a lot of let's play videos so you know the video game beyond two souls that's like i'm like i know that one it's the one with like david cage and it's like it's if you look at it star rides it's like pretty terrible and horrible Mm -hmm. yeah but it's got Ellen Page, and, like, there's, like, one point, because she basically got, like, a ghost thing connected to her. Mm-hmm. It's weird. But she joins the CIA because they find out about this. Mm. And there's, like, a, this one guy who, like, is also, like, kind of brooding and annoying because, like, her, like, head person. Yeah. And, like, he's, like, and, like, they did the tracing, and he's, like, oh, yeah, not that bad. And then they ended up getting together in the video game mm-hmm. for a bit. And it kind of reminded me of that. Uh. So it reminded me of that, except I feel like this is going to be better plot development-wise, because I remember in that, like, video game, they kind of, like, the story was all over the place. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, the point where, like, 
she's about to like she's like getting recruited and like or she has to be recruited and she's like fuck you guy and then the next scene they're like no i really like him because it's the jumps in time and i'm like that didn't make any sense <laughs> but it reminded me of that oh my god so that hopefully we better developed yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna refrain from comment because i will let you be the judge of however this cluster is developed anyway so uh so they play, so we get to see kind of a pro bending match uh, mm-hmm. go into place. The Fire Ferrets, they're, they're competing for the title. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not the title yet, but they're, they're trying to make their way to mm-hmm. the title. Um, and so you get to see, it's, it's exciting, you know, going back and forth. You're trying to figure out the rules because they don't really explain the rules. I think that's really interesting. There's never a point in the series where they have like one of those things where like, this is the rules of pro bending. You just kind of have to watch and try to figure it out. Although I think it's pretty easy to figure out. Um, I just said it's like, because like, I've, I mean... I was kind of confused. The first was like dodgeball. So I'm like, okay, so they get hit and then they're gone. And then, but there's like the zones. Yeah, there's like a zone thing. So it's like basically like if you like step into one of the zones and you have to, then everybody moves back. And the point is like to get them all in the yeah. water, which kind everybody of. Everybody try to get further. And like getting back in the zone thing kind of reminded me of football, which is why I said that. And then the fact ah. that if you knock them all out at once, you win, which reminded me of Quidditch. Because like if you get the snitch, snitch then, then you, you win. Yeah. 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 So. Um, and then they do that and then they win and it's like, whoa, that's so cool. And Kari's like, that's so cool. And Mako's like, whatever. <laughs> Avatar. And then they find out that Kori's the Avatar, which is cool. Yeah. Um, then she's like, yeah, I can bend this element and this element. And they're like, what? And he's like, you're the Avatar and I'm an idiot. And she's like, huh, but they're right. Son. And I'm like, they're going to get together. They're going to get together. Literally. Uh, spoiler that's, alert. That's how I, how that was worth. I figured that out in two seconds. I know. No, that, that was, that's a joke. That's how romance um, works. That's how romance works. You hate each other. And they then didn't you do seem it. Like they, hated each, they don't seem like they hate each other. Just, you're snarky towards each other. Yeah. And just, then you do it. That's really how exactly, romance works even though in television. Even though there's like the one guy, the Jason Ritter looking kind of guy is kind of like, already right there and clearly into you yeah yeah and he seems very nice and like a good person yeah is this gonna end badly this is going to end in some kind of way all right we're just gonna have to i've heard you complaining about this i just don't remember what happened (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i i get kind of salty about it we'll we'll get into that because there's there's the one episode in particular that i just like i i get really salty Mm -hmm. um anyway uh so that happens and then she uh, goes back and then, then she goes back and then at the next pro bending match Hasuk doesn't show up well there's also that bit with um her and Tenzin because like yeah she keeps trying to air bend and it doesn't work so then she just fire bends oh yeah they're training and then she gets really mad and then destroys a 2000 year old and like artifact and like she basically complains about his teaching methods and i'm like but she has a point like yeah like i said in the commentary there's a point where like you realize, like, oh, this teaching method isn't working for the student because not every teaching method works for every student. Yeah. You need to do something else. Right. right. And then it, and then it sounds like, point. yeah, you're the worst, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Daddy, you're a terrible teacher. But then ah! And then his daughter's just like, I like this family. They're, they're really good. They're a great family. Again, I love then, all those characters. So this is a bit like where uh, Cor is, like, not at dinner, and then um, his wife is just kind of, what's his wife's name? Pema. Pema? That's a nice name. Yeah. Oh, she's sweet. Yeah. And she's like, basically like, you need to give her some space. And like the way of Tenzin, like talking to his daughters, like, tell me you're not going to like say, promise you're not going to act like this when you're teenagers. And the one's like, I make no promises. I will make no such promises. I felt like I might have said that to my Fall dad when I turned into a teenager. <laughs> it's time. important to not make promises like that. Um, yes, yeah, so more training. And also there's a part where um, uh, 
Bolin was showing Cora a little bit of pro bending, and we find out that it's a very different style of bending than like the traditional bending. Well, it kind of looks like if you combined it like bending with like UFC fighting. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's different than like your traditional stances and some of those moves. You really it's it's modernized and more of a kind of like a street way, which is also different UFC for Cora because she's been trained in like the ancient she, way. Yeah, she's been in a very traditional way. So that's kind of. Um, I like that. That's a really interesting. Yeah, you get to see it's not just the technology that's developing. It's not just um, the clothing and the times. It's the bending changes as well with the times. Mm -hmm. And so that's really cool. And it it becomes not just like an ancient art. It becomes a sport and people do it. Like a lot of stuff does. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's really cool to see. Kind of like how that developed over time. And so then it's the next pro bending match. And our our bro Hasuk, he didn't show up. And they're like, we need a waterbender. And she's like, I know a guy. Well, girl. Our girl. <laughs> and they're like, can you do that if you're the avatar? And she's like, yeah, sure, why not? That, that was my question. Like, can the avatar actually do? Like, I know, like, yes, yeah, you can only, like, yes, yeah, she can just say, like, I'm only going to use, like, this one bending yeah. skill. But, like, and then this come point out, like, is that cheating if you have somebody who can technically do all these elements? Uh, it's a good question. And they so, say but, it's okay as long as she uses one element. Yeah, like that's, that the, that's what they say. Uh, and so she gets in the ring, and then she does actually end up bending more than one element because she gets frustrated. Well, she's terrible at it. She's at terrible first. at it. Yeah, she doesn't know. It's a, it's a totally different style. She may be a master at literally three of the four elements, but she doesn't know how to pro bend. Yeah. And so she's terrible at it. Yeah, um, I mean, I did find it interesting, like, with guess with this, like, fighting thing that there is no air bending, but then I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody killed them all. <laughs> there was that genocide, remember? Ah, good times. Yikes. Good um, times. And so Tenzin shows up because he hears that she's in the ring and they, they have a tiff. Um, and she's like, I gotta, like, at that point it would have been like, you should probably just, like, at least let her, like, finish the fight. Yeah, and he's like, and she's like, I don't need to learn airbending. He's like, I need to learn modern types of bending. He's like, no, you need to learn airbending. And they're both right because yeah, they there's, both right. There, you have to learn, you have to keep with the times, but you also, you can't forget the basics or mm-hmm. the traditional stuff. So then uh, she gets back in the ring after being knocked out and they, they fight a little more and then she finally, it clicks and she finally starts doing airbender type things, but not airbending, uh, just doing like the moves. Yeah, I had a small problem with this. I don't know why, but like I didn't, I didn't notice the part where it clicked. She just kind of did it. Yeah, no, I agree. It was just kind of like, it's the end of the episode. We have to do it now. I would have found it interesting though, like if she just kind of did it and then like went after like the end of the fight because spoiler, they win. Yeah. I would have found it interesting if, like, she did that, and then Tenzin pointed out, like, no, you were airbending, and she's like, oh, I didn't even realize. Like, she just kind of, it just kind of clicked, like, that was the first time it clicked, and then, like, like people mm-hmm. kind of realized, like, maybe this, like, pro-bending thing would help you yeah. when it clicked. Yeah. Because that was a big thing, like, basically saying, like, it just needs to click. Right. And that was when it did. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it clicks, they win, and Tenzin's right. like, sure, you can pro, it, I guess it helps. And then she's like, cool, I joined the Five Rates permanently, okay, Bye. And then the staring. <laughs> and then, oh, yeah. And then there's that end scene where the like, car's like looking out. She's looking at the probe thing. She's like, oh, man, it looks so cool over there. And then Mako, and Mako is like, Emo, he's like, staring at the window. He's like, yeah. I'm going to tap that. Yeah. He's, he's like, oh, there's a lady. I'm going to tap that. Yeah, it's good. I did find it funny because, like, because like, usually, Terrible. like, when you see that, like, any kind of movie, like, they're technically, like, supposed to be, like, like kind of, like, staring towards yeah. each other. Yeah. But it's clear the core clearly was not staring towards Mako. She was staring at the temp, the, the, the arena, the arena, yeah, and, and he's kind of like, like <laughs> hmm, I, it's I, really I, funny. I could tap the avatar all sorts of ways, fire bending ways, earth bending ways, <laughs> other ways, all the Water ways. 
<laughs> it's a children's show. <laughs> Uh, yeah, true. Um, so yeah, so that that was that. Um, so this is a good episode because it was kind of that that back half of that really kind of pilot uh, chunk, and we're introduced to two more of our main characters who are Mako and Bolin. Uh, we get a major element that um, which is pro bending mm-hmm. and the different types of bending, and then we kind of start seeing a little bit of that air bending uh, training in there. So a lot yeah. of stuff happened this also, episode. But, and also like nothing with the like villains or like the no, protests or anything. That's yeah. We don't see really any antagonistic elements. Which be, which right was interesting considering like the pro bending like game and stuff. When you think there'd be some protesting. Um, that's a really good point actually. Yeah. That, that was really, that part Breaking was really, flaw, freaking yeah. out the flaws. uh, that was, yeah, it was just, it was just really out of focus this episode, uh, because there was other things to tackle. If they threw that element in there though, it would have been too muddled. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm just like, what, maybe like later on there might be a yeah. protest. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the episode maybe now like, and we're going to, we're, it's, it's not going to be long until we see those, uh, although maybe it's like also would be like a thing where it's kind of like, oh yeah, like screw benders, but like, we like the games. <laughs> No, 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 they turn pro bending. It'll be like the Hunger Games. Oh, my God. <laughs> just murder them all. Just, just yeah, let's kill them all. It's fine. Uh, pro bend to the death. And they just put spikes at the bottom instead of water. <laughs> that wouldn't work fight, well fight, for the rounds. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's only one round. That round is your life. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, um, so, any other thoughts on this episode? Uh, character-wise, plot-wise? Uh, I mean, I would say, like... It does kind of, like, seem like one of those, like, typical... You know what it kind of reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of, like, the Step Up movies. <laughs> like, the characters, at least. You got, like, this, like, tough chick coming in. Yeah. Or, like, or the tough guy, whatever, like, is coming in. And then you got, like... Or any kind of, like, young adult thing where you yeah. got, like, the one person coming into this thing. And then you got, like, the funny person. And then you got the brooding person. Yep. And then you're yeah. kind of, like, they do the thing. There's going to be a romance, mm-hmm. clearly, with one of them. Right. Probably should end up with the funny one because <laughs> of the way they work. <laughs> yep. And then, but then you got the brooding one who they're probably going to end up with because reasons, reasons, get straight people. Anyway, so um, yeah, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm liking episode. the series so far. I mean, like I said, like I don't really like to like fully judge a show based on like one season mm-hmm. or like at least the first season because like you're trying to like figure out what the show is. But I guess it kind of works better with like animation because like it takes longer, so you can figure it out a bit better. Yeah. And, it's, and also considering it's a sequel series, so like they also they already have the world set up, mm-hmm. and they already have like most of the rules set up, in right? The world, so they know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, we're still really early on in the series. There's some main characters that we haven't met yet. I wonder who they could be, and I'm very excited to meet them. Uh, so that, yeah, and very excited about the characters we met because some of these are my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, any other last minute? No, I'm good. Okay. That's good. Awesome. Well, that concludes this episode of First Reaction, Fan Reaction. I am your host, Kaylin Clothier, with my co-host. Uh, Dara Whitman. I'm so Awesome. <laughs> and so if you like these episodes and want to watch more, you can always check us out on YouTube, which is probably what you're watching this on right now. Uh, follow us on Twitter at WittyClothes. Email us at WittyClothes at gmail.com. Um, all those other links are going to be below. So check us out. 
and don't forget to subscribe like our stuff we really appreciate it when you do that also like us on facebook at witty clothes productions and patreon yeah oh and follow us on patreon yeah or become a member become a patron yeah become a patron we would love to see you there if you become a patron you get some other cool perks like getting to see some of our commentary on these episodes and, and let me assure you they are hilarious yep and other episodes that will come up eventually eventually yeah we are working on it anyway so uh peace peace